This week on Nintendo Main, is there a new Labo coming out? I started figuring out what's up with that precursor legacy. I don't know what to buy. As always. Nintendo Main episode 132. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Drummaster Johnson. I'm Jeremy Pucci got my finger in Mikowski. <laughs> I'm John 200 gigabytes Mitter. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's been uh it's been a minute since we since we did our last episode. It's been like an, a, a week and a half, I guess. I've been almost super- two weeks since we recorded the last one. Yeah, and so we got a lot of lot to talk about in between uh, our episode with Kate and now. So how have you guys been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. There's been ups and downs, but video game wise, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're so this is uh this is your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans and all that Nintendo Me podcast. Um, let's start the show off like we normally do and talk about what we got. Uh, it's been like I said, it's been a while since we talked, so it's probably a lot of stuff that you guys got. Who wants to go first? I got, got a, lot. a lot of potential. Yeah, John's got, got potential. I know. I, I know you. Two hundred gigabytes. My my new memory card that I finally bit the bullet on. So, yeah, yeah, it was a notice posted on the NVC group from Greg Caldwell. So thank you, Greg. Uh, there was two hundred gigabyte card for fifty five bucks on Amazon. So I thought that was wow. a pretty good deal. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah it was that. down from eighty five. So okay, yeah, I jumped on it. Yeah, I saw a lot. I saw a lot of sales on Amazon for two hundred for the two fifty six gigabyte card. So if you don't have one, now would be the time to get one. Seems like because I was looking yeah, to try to like Prime Day and stuff going on too. Yeah, I was looking to upgrade mine from because I have the two hundred one and constantly dance with the having no memory thing. But uh, so I was so I was looking at what at what the higher ones are and they're still too expensive for me. And there is no like terabyte one not yet. yet. And if there was, it'd probably be like three hundred dollars. So <laughs> I'm just sticking with the mm. two hundred for now. But uh, yeah, did you ever get an indie game? Did you pick an indie game? I did. I spent like card? two hours on the store just like going through everything. I was like, yes, I like this, I like that. But I don't know. There's nothing that I like. Oh, I need to get that. So I just figured I'll, I'll wait till next week and see see what's coming out. Well, this like this week seems to be huge for releases. We could talk about that. But was it? Um, I haven't haven't been on the eShop lately. I was gonna look at it right now, but uh, I hear a Kaikano class is out now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? That uh, another Metroidvania thing that people really like is out. I know, like, um, there's a bunch of stuff around the corner, like uh, Okami and uh, Cosmic Star Heroine. There's like a there's like a bunch of stuff for that first week of August. Yeah, Okano class came out for Picross is out for 19.99. There was one I saw that came out today. I just found out about this one, but apparently it's an older game. It's called Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, people have been talking about that. I don't know exactly what that is. Do you? It looks pretty cool. I mean, the art style reminds me of like, I don't know, some like old paintings from like the 1600s in England or something. Oh, yeah. No, the art looks really good. Like something that would be up in a monastery. And uh, it's probably some sort of Metroidvania roguelike, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> like everything so. that's on there. Yep. So over, that was fascinating. Over 600. Yeah. Over 600 weapons. It's a lot of weapons. It's a lot of weapons. But yeah, Iconoclast, that game's supposed to be great. It's been out on PS4 for a while. That came out today. There's also um, Dead Cells around the corner. That's next week. Uh, Overcooked 2. Flashbacks out. Is also. Is, did it finally oh, come yeah. out? 20 bucks though. <laughs> Flipping Death comes out next week too. That's one I've been waiting for forever. Yeah, there's Flipping Death, Okami, Cosmic Star Heroin. I know, uh, what was it, um, Undertale got a release date, but it's for September. September 15th. That's next month, though. But that's a turn-based game, so you probably wouldn't like that. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, There were some good sales on there that I I picked some stuff up that that was on sale. So you can always look at that as well. I finally got got that Dundara game, but I haven't played it yet. Oh, yeah, I was looking at that one because it was one like eight bucks. It was on sale? Yeah, it's yeah. on sale. I think it's... Is it still on sale? Yeah, it's still on sale. Yeah, I got it because it was on sale. Because uh, I wanted to play it for, like, the best of the year stuff. Because I'd missed out on it. And I was like, I should try this one. But I wanted to stream it, so I haven't played it yet. But, uh, yeah, I can just... Uh, I can go ahead and talk about the stuff that I got. Sure. Because we can go from that. I finally uh, went and bought one of the um, Jack Party Pack games. Because that was on sale also. I bought the Jack Party Pack 4 for 12 It was, like, half off. It's normally 24 Because I was at... um. I was at uh, Jess's grandma's house for her birthday last weekend for her 90th birthday, and I wanted something to play there. And uh, that game's a really fun party game. I don't know if you've played it, but it's... I've, I've played <laughs> the old You Don't Know Jack games. Does that include all those, or is it uh, different? It comes with, like, five games, I think. And the only one we played is Fibbage and Drawful. Fibbage is probably okay. the best game on there, so that's really... I, I don't know. We never played anything other than that. But you use yeah. your you use your cell phones as, as a controllers, so you don't need to oh, worry about controllers cool. and stuff. But, How does um, that work? You basically... You like go to a website and you type in the code that the game gives you, and that's how you join the game. But you have to be on a network to do it, so yeah. we had to turn Jess's phone into a hotspot to play the game because her grandma doesn't have a Wi-Fi. But but we made it work like that. You just have to connect to Wi-Fi, and then you go to like you know Jackbox TV dot TV or whatever, and then you write you write in a four digit code and then you'll automatically enter in the game and you put your name in and and basically the way fibbage works is it'll ask you a question and you make up an answer to it and then everybody's made up answer will be part of the game and you get points if people pick your answer or you get points for picking what the real answer is and that's how it works you try to come up with lies that are believable too and it's kind of like balderdash it's like it's like questions that you probably don't know the answers to like one of them was like what did George Bush dress up as at this whatever Halloween event? You know, that was one of our questions that we got. So you would make up something. Or you would say something completely stupid, you know, if you want. You know, like, if it's fun because if you get drunk enough, you can just start, just put crazy answers in there just to get laughs. And, you know, and people can, like, vote for liking your, liking whatever you put in there. And then you'll get, like, props Funniest at the answer. end for being yeah. funny. Yeah, stuff like that. So, so you have to fun. do the phone hookup thing every time or, like, if... What do you mean? If you wanted, I mean, like you and Jess wanted to play it again right now, would you be able to just fire it up and your your phones are already hooked in or like? No, but it takes like two seconds to do the phone thing. Oh, okay. You just yeah. go to the website and put in the number. It's really, so you really You go quick. through the browser on your phone to connect. Yeah, you go through the browser okay. and you just, oh, and you oh, just enter this, and you just enter a code and then you're in the game. That's how it works. And it'll show yeah. up and it'll show up on the, t- on the TV, on the game. But, like, if you played it and you want to play again, you don't have to re-enter it. But if you, like, played it and you want to take a break for a second and then you read it. We did it, We did it like, three or four times re-entering it. It's really not hard to do. 
and you just do it. I mean, if you're using a, someone's cell phone as a hotspot and it was working, then that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it just has it just has to have a network. It needs to connect to a network, right. I guess. The the game itself does to be able to communicate with the phones. But it's sense. not. I don't think it was really drawing like a whole lot of data or anything like that. If you're worried about that, but yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun from a, for a, from a party perspective. We played it with her brother and uh, his wife, and we really liked playing it. And her and her other brother, her two brothers, and and his and one of his wives. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a fun game to play if you're drunk and want to do that stuff. But yeah. I totally recommend it. I don't think it's on. I don't know if it's on sale anymore. But I, I've been waiting to get it for a while, and uh, with it fifty percent off, I thought it was finally at a good price. But yeah, there's like five games in there. I don't know what the other games are, but I just got it for those two games. Which drawful drawful is okay. You like you know you draw a picture and somebody like guesses what the. It's a similar to Fibbage, but with drawing. But Fibbage is I probably like the interfaces with most the phones fun one because that means you can draw on the phone screen, right? Yes. Yeah, you draw on your phone screen. So everything is like right there on your phone and. Yeah. It would also keep you from using your phone, like getting distracted, hanging out with your friends because you're using it for the game. And also, uh, we didn't, I, like, I forgot to bring the dock. Plus, we were playing it downstairs and there was no TV down there. And it's, and you can totally use it without the TV because it, like, it will say the questions and you mostly, and, and you'll see it again on your phone. So you don't necessarily need uh, the TV, you know. So it's really easy to play, like, in tabletop mode on the Switch. So it's, also. A tr- it's truly a rooftop party game. Yeah, it's like a, you know, it's like a card game without a without cards pretty much. So yeah, that game's fun. It's a cool thing to get. Let's see, what else did I get? My my big game which was my uh middle name was a uh, I went and got the uh, Taiko Drum and Fun, Taiko Drum Master Drum and Fun game from the Japanese eShop. So I played around with that game for a while. The motion control is not that great. It's not as great as I thought it would be. But I ended up ordering the uh Taiko Drum Master Drum because the game is fun to play. How much does that set you back? It was like 70 bucks, but I had to order it. I mean, it's a... You had to get it from Japan. Yeah. It's a peripheral, you know? So it's like uh, along the lines of the of the um, guitar. But the game's a lot of fun to play. It's very much like Donkey Konga, if you ever played that. It's the same thing, except for now it's just Taiko. But, but there's like a... was it? Jump Up Superstars on there. One of the, There's a song from Splatoon. There's also the song from Moana's on there, which I thought that was kind of funny. It's in Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, the the whatever, how far I will go, or whatever it's called, that's on there, and a lot of Japanese stuff, and and there's an English, uh, there's a translation coming coming in a few in a couple weeks, and uh, and there's a, I think there's a Kirby song on there too, and they're going to be adding more stuff. Like I heard, there's like a Studio Kirby, Ghibli. Kirby, Kirby, the one. No, it's not that one. Thank God. That's Do you mean by translation that they're, they're, it's being released on the USE shop, or they're just doing like a translation patch for the Japanese version? I think I think there's a translation patch coming out first, but I think it might okay. eventually come to America. I don't know. I didn't want to wait, so I just went for it's the Japanese one. It's a very niche kind of game. I mean, I know there was a Taiko game on PS2 that yeah. one of my roommates had back in the day. Yeah, I, I never really that. had that much fun with it. The controller was kind of weird. Maybe I just didn't yeah. have the rhythm, but it was like these big fat yeah. like sticks that look like breadsticks. Yeah, well, that's how, drum, that's how Taiko drumming is. And you have to hit the drum like really hard. It wasn't like you could just kind of like roll off of it like like, one of those drum pads. It was like you had to really hit it. Yeah. Well, we'll see how hard you have to hit it. But I I ordered it just because it was so much fun to play that I wanted it to be more precise because the motion control I didn't feel was as precise as it needed to be for playing for playing the harder. Do you feel something in the? Is there like a force feedback going on with the Joy Cons while you do the drumming? I don't think it rumbles while you're actually hitting it. That's why the HD rumble. Yeah, it's just it's just motion control. But it's really hard to do when you get into like the sixteenth notes, 
like when it goes really fast. Do so. you hold it? You hold the Joy Cons like you do for arms? Yeah. Okay. Well, you hold it. You hold it with like the um, triggers up. I guess that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. Like here's my Joy Cons. You would hold them like this, yep. and you'd be so the you would do this. D pads are facing each other. Yeah, I tried, and you can actually play it with the buttons if you want, if you don't want to do the motion control, which is not as fun, of course, as the motion. But I did a video on YouTube, uh, you can check it out there, of me playing it. But it was just one of those things I, you know, I I like rhythm games, and I had to get it, and it's a lot of fun. I like it. It was worth it. I mean, it made me want to get the actual drum for it, so I think it has future with, and, and like I said, there'll be more song packs and stuff coming up, but. Yeah, it's, it's a cool game. I, I think it's releasing in like August of September or September in America eventually. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool game to play. It. You're talking to a guy who's got the Samba de Amigo and the Maracas for a week. Yeah, yeah, cool. it probably works about as well as that one did in the motion control department. You know? yeah, I have the game. I have the Samba de Amigo Wii game, but I don't have the controllers. Yeah. It was just like it a, was actually it was a plastic shell with yeah, boxes okay. that you put on the Wiimote. Yeah, it was just a shell yeah, that you put like them in. Interesting peripheral with extra functionality. No, <laughs> no, it was just big dumb red plastic uh, maracas. <laughs> yeah, but then it works the same. Which it, coincidentally is the name of my new band I'm starting. Yeah. <laughs> big big dumb plastic maracas. Yep, that's that's great. You're welcome. I'll take ten percent for the name. Aside from that, uh, also uh, WarioWare Gold came out today. We're, we're recording Thursday night, uh, but it came out Friday. I played uh, a little bit of it earlier, but I was exhausted, so I, I, I fell asleep. But I'm really excited to play the rest of it. I've heard it's reviewed pretty well, and I like WarioWare. So, uh, yeah, and I feel like this game is like the send-off for the 3DS. Like, this is like kind of like a collection of all the handheld WarioWare stuff. So you can play that. But some I, for the to play for the 3DS when it's running around on the farm with all the other 3DSs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I figured this is like a send-off for WarioWare on 3DS, and the next one's going to be a Switch game, you know. I'm sure they're working on another WarioWare for Switch. They have to be. I'd be it's really interesting really that they did that with Mario Party, the top 100, and then now WarioWare Gold. Well, they they're al- doing yeah. all the best devs. Well, they also did a they also did a Rhythm Heaven a Mega Mix, which had all of the Rhythm Heaven games on it. So I felt like uh, WarioWare Gold was like in the same vein of, of Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, but uh, th- and they're also like the same company. So I mean, the, the, I'm uh, feeling I'm going to buy it eventually, but I am I do want to hear your thoughts on it first. Yeah, I haven't I'm had. Sure, I'm sure you're going to love it, but I mean, I want to know what like the yeah. Easter eggs and stuff are, you know, without too many spoilers because. That's always one of my favorite parts of, you know, the little mini games you unlock and oh, yeah, yeah. toys and stuff. Yeah, I've only played the demo, which I really like the demo. The demo was a lot of fun. It's like there's so much voice acting in it now. Like it's pretty yeah, much I was like gonna ask, what do you think about that? Wario like talks his way through the whole thing. I think it's funny, you know? It's I guess I thought it was a little bit too much on the demo, but it's part of the charm of War of WarioWare. It's but, just another way that, for them to weird you out mm-hmm. this time around. Yeah, no, all I really did was I played through the very first set of games in the very beginning of the game is all I've done so far. But, I mean, I love those games. I'm going to play it all the way through. And I heard the challenge, there's some really good challenge modes on there, and it's been reviewed really well. So I'm excited about that. I also got Mega Man X Anniversary Collection Part 1. I got that. Nice. The first one. Just because, uh, you know, I like, I like Super Nintendo games, and uh, I wanted to have some more on the Switch. So... So I've been playing around with Mega Man X. I'm not very good at it, but I find, but I beat Chill Penguin, and I've been trying to get to Spark Mandrill. But that that uh, mid boss on Spark Mandrill is kind of a pain in the ass, so I haven't been able to get past that. But it's been a nice thing for me to play around with, like 
whether I'm waiting around at work or at home or, you know, it's like a, it's a game I don't have to like fully get into, you know, I can just kind of mess around with it. And that's what I was going for. Save states. Yeah. Well, it it's basically you can save, uh, you can save your password. It's the, it's the way it works. So like you can, uh, from what I can, from what I understand, you save like one password from wherever you were at. And then whenever you reboot the game, you just hit a button and it'll bring up that password that you had, okay. that you have saved. So then you'll go back to where you were. And there's different, and you can play like the Japanese version. You can play Rockman for all of them. You know, if you want to play like Rockman X one through four or whatever. But yeah, this is the one through four is the first one. I haven't got the second one. So five through eight, which has a really bad 3d version. I guess seven is like that. It's kind of like a somewhat like a Mega Man Legends. So I thought about getting that one just to play it, even though people seem to hate that game. But I think it looks great for like old school, bad 3D games in the second one. But yeah, I went, I went with Mega Man X Anniversary. I also got the uh, Sonic Mania Plus. I got that game. And I, I played around with that a little bit today. I was playing as Ray, the uh, guy. He pretty much flies kind of like Super Mario did in uh, Super Mario World with the cape. So he does like the uh, glider type thing where he like goes down and then comes back up depending on how far down you go. So I played around with some of those encore levels on there. So that that was. So you got the DLC, or, or you got the? I got the DLC. The package edition. Okay. No, no, I got the five dollar DLC. I added it to the game that I already have because I thought about like we were talking about. Oh, I'm gonna wait till I beat it, but I'm like I'm never gonna beat it. So I'll just I'll just try to do it and play it anyway because I tried again to start playing that game again this week and again the same issue that I talked about before. It's just like it's hard to me. The zigging zagging all over the place mm-hmm. level design. It's just like, I don't know, it's exhausting to me. But that's Sonic. That's what Sonic is, man. Mm-hmm. That's what the well, old school Sonic was. Form, though, like Sonic 1, 2, 3, those were all pretty straightforward. I mean, they were, to right. they were, they yeah. all, they always had, uh, figured out. I mean, they always had stuff that you were, you know, meant to look for. I mean, Sonic's games have always yeah. kind of been where there's well, I, different ways you can go and all that. Some of those levels that I just like, I need some kind of indicator that, okay, I'm at the halfway point. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's checkpoints. I, 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 I hit the checkpoints, but there's like four or five of them. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> but I just need some sort of like affirmation that, okay, I'm making progress. Because it just feels to me like I'm going throughout the level. I go up, down, left, right, left again, back, up, down. And then all of a sudden, like sometimes the level's, you know, reasonable four minutes. But the one that I tried the other day, like took me like nine minutes to get through. Mm. And nine minutes of zigging and zagging all over the place is just too much. And then, I, of course, I beat that beat that level, and I died on the next one, and I had to do the uh, level over again. I just shut it off. Oh, yeah, that that sucks that you have to beat, like, the whole level set. Yeah. That's what killed me for Hydro City, which was what... That's the... I mean, did you get that far to the water level? To Hydro yeah, City? I beat that level. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that was what really stopped me on the game, because I spent so much time in that level, and I was like, uh, it killed me, and I finally got through it. But, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to go back to where I was. I don't remember where I was. I've just been playing the Encore stuff with the new characters, but... I like I like the way they control. I like Ray. Like I said, Ray sort of flies. The other guy, the red guy, he does like a he does like a butt drop, like Mario. He just like drops straight down. So his control isn't as exciting. You just can. There's like different parts of the level that you can break. There's like a blocks on the ground that you can break and find like other stuff. So they have levels that are basically made to cater to those new guys that are on there for Sonic Mania. But I just I just wanted to play the game again, so I went back and got the the DLC. I also picked up. Uh, Enter the Gungeon. I haven't played it yet. It was on sale. It's like one of the highest selling games, and people have talked about it. So I want to try that one out. I also I picked up Soccer Slammers just so I could have the song for uh, for the Switch Party last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was. 
with uh, with Kevin Fair of I Play Games. Mm-hmm. So I got I got that song off of there. I also got a uh, I got the league the the league bowling game for uh, the Neo Geo one. That game's a oh, lot of fun. I've actually played I played that a good amount. It's basically it reminds me of like uh, the Super Monkey Ball bowling games, but if it was like on cocaine or like uh, <laughs> or like caffeine or like super overly caffeinated or whatever, because <laughs> it's like. It's like that game, but really, really fast. Like you'll probably play yep. through a whole game of of bowling in like I don't know five minutes, <laughs> like through all through all ten frames. And it's cool if you play. The character on the title screen kind of looked like Nestor. Nestor from yeah. Nestor's Funky Bowling. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he totally looks like Nestor. And it's but it's fun. It's a uh, basically you know in the arcade style, you you pretty much you pick how much curve you're gonna have, and you pick up how, pick how much power you're gonna have, and then you move your character around. And that's basically the way it works. But if you play with like two players. You bowl at the same time, which I thought that was interesting because I never really so seen like that. Split screen, yeah, it's split screen. So, you, so oh, it's cool. like way quicker because like Jess and I played it at the Switch party, and it was like, yeah, it's like super like fast, fast paced. And you'll great. you'll bowl through it really That's good. Cool. But you don't take turns. Yeah. yeah, you don't take turns. You play at the same time, and it's and it's up to four players. You can play four players at once, so it has four player split screen, which is so crazy. Four players which is, play all at the same time. Yeah, That's cool. Which is crazy because most bowling games you alternate, but this you all mm-hmm. you all bowl at the same time, and there's no breaks. So if you're gonna play it, you you basically can't get up to get a drink or whatever until the game's over, because <laughs> it just it just goes and goes and goes. But it's a lot of fun. It has like different animations depending on like whether you get a spare or like a gutter ball or whatever for your characters, and you can pick different like different uh, weight for your ball, and you can bowl like left handed or right handed. But but if you want to like if you want a cool bowling game for the system that's like more reminiscent of like a Super Monkey Ball bowling. I totally recommend it. It's only like eight bucks, but I find myself going back to it if I need a game, if I want a game to play that's like pretty quick, you know, like pick up and play, but you still have fun with it. And there's a couple different modes that like where you have different, where you get different scores, but there's not, it's all pretty much like the regular 10 frame bowling. But yeah, it's great to have a cool bowling game on there. So no funky bowling? No funky bowling, no. What what was what was it that made funky bowling funky? Do you remember? Like what it made was it was the bizarre shaped like lanes. Well, that was the uh, lanes had weird shapes, and then they were also like they had like undulations and stuff to them too, where they were moving. On the it was just the presence of Nestor, he was a funky dude. You're talking about the oh no, I meant uh, funky mode on Monkey Ball Two. Oh no, there's none of that. Where like the yeah <laughs> Nestor's funky bowling was like the most is like the most bare bones bowling yeah. game possible. It's no, there's nothing funky about it. Yeah, I was gonna say like the Virtual Boy the game, funky red, red and black color, and the funky. That's smell what I said on the back of the shade. box. There's nothing. The funky, funky smell about of the eye shade after you play it for an hour. Yeah, it was kind of. Yeah, it was one of those games that was like, I think I played it, but it's like one of the r- more rare Virtual Boy games. But no, it doesn't have like the moving lanes and stuff like that, like Monkey Ball had. But yeah, that was I actually own that game. I. But that was all like I, 3D. I rebought it. Monkey Ball Two or one? Oh, I was talking about Nestor's Funky Bowling. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, you should still have Monkey Ball. But I yeah. have all the Monkey Ball game. Well, both the Monkey Ball GameCube games that matter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got I got that, and uh, also uh, we we made a video of it, but it ended up not coming out well, so we didn't post it. But I got Paladins because it's free, and uh, Jeremy pl- Jeremy and I played it online last week, last Friday actually. We we streamed it. You can find it on Twitch. Uh, something happened with my, happened with my audio on it. I didn't uh, I didn't test it before we started, so it's kind of like it comes in and out, unfortunately. But yeah, we we played that game, 
And uh, I pretty much deleted it right after we played it because I was like, because uh, yeah. we played one, we played pretty much one match, and then we couldn't get, uh-huh. and we couldn't get into another match again. Like it kept restarting because it couldn't find enough players. And I was like, okay, this is annoying. And we and we did it this for like five or six times. And then I was like, all right, I'm not going to play this game anymore. Plus, it's like we were talking. What's we- the game that it compares? Uh, closest Overwatch. to like Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. yeah. But I've never played Overwatch, so I don't really know what it, you know, I don't have anything to compare it to. I think Fortnite's a lot better than it, as far as I, you know, I actually like playing Fortnite. Fortnite's pretty yeah. easy to get into. It's pretty self-explanatory. This one's just like, you know, we're just shooting people and we have some extra powers that we do, but I don't understand. So, what yeah, what, was, what I thought was weird about it is, like, on one hand, it felt slower than a lot of other shooter games because, like, the character's... Maybe it's because I kept using the tanks, but they move pretty slow. Yeah, no, it is definitely. But then, a lot I, slower. but then I would also like I got like crazy kills because it's just it's so fast paced, it's twitch based. So like, you know, you die pretty quick, but you also come back pretty quick, and yeah, everybody just keeps dying over and over again, pretty much. Yeah, we were uh, we were like getting destroyed like that whole first half of the round, and then by the end we somehow won. I remember yeah, that because I finally figured out how to like. How to kill people? What, yeah. Basically, I just stood back behind everybody and just like mowed everyone down as they were running up. Yeah, but it's a class based. That only worked for a while, and then they started sending people around to get me. Yeah, it's like a class based shooter, so you get to play as different characters that do different things. But I just, I don't know, it just didn't really grab me at all. And it's like it's a pretty, it's a pretty big chunk of uh, space on my memory card, and I would just, I just didn't see myself playing it again, especially with having a hard time getting yeah. into a match every time. Which that's what I, that's is, what I would is, say. Is, um, yeah, if it. If we had been able to play five or six more matches and just kind of like zone out on it, like we did with Fortnite, I might actually start liking it. Yeah, well, Fortnite, but you always get into a it match. It's too much of a one, pain, and yeah, it uh, wouldn't. It seemed like there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of extra DLC in it that I don't really understand, understand. or want <laughs> or care or care for. Yeah, we, we but we were able to at least find each other and be on the same team. So that was you know you could do that right off the bat. Where I know you thought you had heard somewhere where you had to like get up to a certain level before you could do that. But I think it took yep. a minute for us to figure it out. But yeah, people seem to like it, but I don't I don't get it. But then again, I don't I don't know like Overwatch or get Overwatch. So I don't know about those regular uh whatever you call. Them. Did you did you try playing that at all, John? The Paladins? No, I started to download it, but it wasn't downloading. I just yeah, didn't look that interesting to me. Yeah, it's like so. We kind of had a pain trying to get trying to get matched up on it, so that sucks. But I think that's I think that's all I got for the week. I mean, it's like I kind of just went kind of went crazy getting stuff. Well, actually, when I was trying to get the Taiko Drum Game, I accidentally bought eShop Point Card for America instead of Japan, so I ended up with like the amount of money. And I didn't like I was like, oh fuck, I bought the wrong one because I went to play Asia to get the to get the Japanese eShop points, and I accidentally bought an American one instead of a Japanese one. So I had extra points on my on my switch at the time. So I was like, "Oh, let's see what I can get." So I was like, "Oh, well, I'll get like Mega Man and Dondar and all this and all this stuff because I had these extra points." And I, I thought about saving it till next week, but I didn't. I just went through there and got some shit. But uh, what did what did you get, Jeremy? I know you said you had some stuff. Yeah, and um, and it's been almost two weeks since we actually recorded. So yeah, I want to be a hundred percent sure. I think Pool Panic came out after, so I think that's- yeah, you hadn't got Pool Panic yet, and I know you put up a video of that, which I want to talk about at some point on this episode is uh some of the crazy YouTube comments that I've been getting on YouTube, and yeah, I know you got some too for Pool Panic, but not as intense yeah. as the one that no, I got about as weird uh, as the ones you've been <laughs> Pocket Row. But um, but yeah, what what is your interesting? Yeah. Interesting, I should yeah. say, is a better word. But yeah, so I got pool panic. Um, not the sleeper 
sort of golf story dream i was hoping you know i kind of was hoping it would be another game like that that would sink its teeth in and i'd play it really a you, lot but i mean thought, it's fun yeah. but i think i described it to you when we were playing uh oh yeah like floor the, kids the game at night it's yeah it reminded me a little bit of floor kids in the in regards that like i kept winning and i wasn't exactly sure what i was doing to win eventually i discovered you know you're trying to get meet certain goals in each level to where you only hit a certain amount of times and um you find like a secret there's like a secret character in some of them and mm. so i think the idea is to do that but i only ran into a, three levels where you could actually lose and the level would be over oh and i probably played at this point i probably played at least 30 of the stages mm. They're all really different from each other. I'll give it that. And it looks really cool. Like when I watched my recording of it, it was actually it was more interesting than when I played it because of the animation and all the little details. But mm. you don't notice that as much when you're playing. You're just kind of like trying to hit all the balls in the holes. What what do you what do you do in the game? Like what is how what is the point? Like what are you are you just on different types of pool tables or like pretty much are um, you the the like the mechanics will change from level to level based on what the actual like all the different pool balls have different powers and personalities and stuff. But you still have to hit them all in before you can hit the eight ball. And the eight balls like kind of the boss of each stage. Very rarely do you actually have to fight the eight ball or it, can they do anything to you? But sometimes they can. Sometimes they'll try to attack you. But there's like different weird like mechanics thrown in. Like there's one where I go to a castle and you actually have to kidnap the king and the king's the eight ball. And you have to bring him back to the front of the castle and mm-hmm. get through, get around all the guards and stuff that are trying to take him back from you. And and you just uh, you just knock your character into them. Is that how it works? Like you would a cue ball? Yeah. And, yep. they, and they fall off the table or into a hole or whatever? Yeah. And there's different holes and stuff. So, um, But there's different characters that like... There's a stage where you're at, like on a campground and there's like these rec. I don't know if they're supposed to be like raccoons or what, but there's these like animals that are up in the trees that you have to lure down by knocking the hamburgers off the grill. When you do that, they'll they'll run down and then you have to catch them while they're still on the ground mm. and then hit them in the hole. You have to like stun them first. So okay, there's all kinds of different mechanics. I mean, like I said, it's what are your it's different... a really cool game and it looks cool, but it's just you can't really lose in it. What makes a game easy. not as fun? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what are the different pow- powers that you use in the game? Like you said, did different guys have different powers? Like, well, are they, like do they I have like curveballs like and stuff. Doesn't or actually what? have powers, but like you know, I went like kind of far ahead because it also kind of lets you go to whatever level you want to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wide open from the beginning, but um, like bubble bubble. There's this one level where they look like almost like Jawas. I think they kind of look like Jawas mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when you hit them, they would create this like electric after trail after them that would actually be a barrier you couldn't hit balls through mm-hmm. and if you touched it it would zap you and it would like i think it like adds an extra stroke to your hit like how many hits you've taken so oh, weird. that's just one instance of one there's ones that have roller skates that you'll try to hit them and then they'll roller skate away and that's really annoying there's these ones that'll like kind of jump up and do like a ground pound kind of thing and stun you and mm. knock stuff all over the place and you can only attack them like when they're like relaxing because when they like tense up you can't even move them. It's there's just a lot of different things. Like in the castle, there were there are these ones that had suits of armor on. You had to hit them several times to break the armor off, and then eventually it was just like a normal ball underneath. Mm. Well, you're describing it like it's kind of I'm getting shades of Pinball Quest, the classic NES game that I that I like. <laughs> Pinball Quest. I have that um, game. I bought it. I mean, not recently. It was a couple of years ago, but I bought it for real cheap. Pinball Quest. Mm. I, I bought that and Pinball like at the same lot. time. So yeah, it, I'm sure it's a lot, a lot better than Pinball Quest was. 
I mean, yeah. be it newer. But are you trying to keep like kind of like golf score? Like, are you, is it trying to be because you said you get extra hits, like depending on if you mess up or right. whatever, so you're trying you're, to like get a par. Level has a the there's some sort of goal of getting the minimal amount of hits. There's levels where you can do it without ever actually hitting, though, because like, for instance, there's one level where there's like a marching band and you take out the ball, you like you not, you get the whistle and they follow you and you just oh. like lead them to the hole pretty oh. much. And they run into it themselves. Mm. You can get zero hits on that one. Or like, like the pipe you can piper. actually just kind of like everything kind of physically responds to everything else. So you can just kind of like push things into the holes too, without actually hitting it. You just walk. Cause you can also walk and jump and move around. Huh. Yeah. Weird. All in all, it's a very bizarre game. I think it's one of those cases where they had a lot of really good ideas and they just kind of tried to throw it all together uh-huh. and, the overall structure of it doesn't really isn't really coming together for me, but it's fun to play. I still go back to it and play it for, you know, five or ten minutes at a time. It's a good like and, pick and uh, pick up and play thing. Yeah, it's definitely very pick up and play. Like and even if you get sick of a level, you can go to a different level, you know, and come back to it later. So mm-hmm. that in that regard it is kind of cool that they made it. And then there are sort of barriers that you have to beat X you have to beat certain levels to unlock barriers to get to other levels. So there is a little bit of like a lockout you can't get to everything right away, but I felt like being able to get all the way down to where those Jawa guys were in the desert. Like I walked really far <laughs> on the world map yeah. to get there. So yeah. anyway, that was the first game I bought. Um, I did end up getting uh, Sky Skipper. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you made a video of that too, and, and I watched some of it. I, I haven't got, I haven't gotten Sky Skipper yet, but uh, I know we were talking about this in the Paladin stream. But you, you said it was like pretty difficult to get into, the, or it took you a while before you had something worth recording on the. And for the YouTube, yeah, because I mean it's it's old school arcade, so y- you could die instantly if you make a little mistake. So you run into a wall, you could be having a great level, and then you just kind of accidentally steer into a wall, and then you lose all your progress. Mm-hmm. It lets you continue, but you can just continue. As far as I could tell, it makes you go all the way back to the beginning when you continue with even if you have multiple credits in the machine. So oh, okay, I don't see the advantage of yeah. multiple credits unless it like lets what you, you actually... keep the same score. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't played it, so I don't know. But it's cool. I think I love the visual style of it. And I think for being from 1981, it looks really nice and cartoony. And mm-hmm. I could definitely see that they were trying to go for that, you know, the evil gorilla aesthetic that they that worked so well for them in Donkey Kong. And mm. it kind of flopped this time around because if you're in, yeah, it's such open, a hard game. And yeah. it's weird. It's really weird. Bizarre game. Yeah, yeah I, it's weird. Yeah, I think it's fun overall. You know, it's charming. I went back to it and played it a couple of times since I bought it. I, I think but, it's uh, worth picking up if you have any interest yeah. in arcade games and especially since it's such a rare one that was emulated off the only known cabinet or whatever that existed like that's pretty cool you know that we have it on switch yeah. now so yeah it's very I've, play, I've, I've, I've played it it's very me very much like a niche nintendo fan like if you want to play a really weird arcade game that you've never played before you know it's very and much it doesn't into feel a certain, like really any yeah. other arcade game i played like i remember talking to john when he was describing it being like oh so it kind of sounds like defender i wouldn't say it's anything like defender no like, yeah it's like the rescuing the people aspect but you know defender is fast and this but, is then, like, but it's even different there because then you were like not you like they fell from the sky and you had to catch them oh, this, right. they're like locked in little cages and they jump out and you have to like grab them when they jump out and you have to rescue the whole royal family and then if you pick up cards in a certain way you can get like you know like i don't know if you do like full houses and stuff but it's just like try to get royal try to get flushes by all the same suits and yeah you're there's like some sort of like collecting card mechanic type thing right yeah that's, that gets into like the, which is uh, a really hard to like keep track of when you're just trying to like 
survive. But and then there's also a spot where you can refuel once a level, and I guess you get extra points if you don't use that. But oh, it's there. Okay, so like a pit stop sort of thing. Uh-huh. Where you can, and it's you know, like keep right, it going. It's like the spawn point is the beginning of the level, and you pretty much have like equal play space on the left and the right of where you start to like complete goals. Hmm. But I got to the third level. It was hard, but I finally got to the third level, and that's as far as I've gotten. But I do have that captured on video. My the furthest I ever gotten skyscraper skipper is on YouTube. Yeah, you could you could check it out on there. Like I said, I watched. There's also damn. Yeah. There's also damn. Of course, there's damn. also. I will escape dot 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 Nintendo uh, cussing in there. Yeah, I don't get it. Why? Like, yeah. Why is the gorilla talking all of a sudden? But the gorillas look very like I like them because they have like headphones on and stuff. Like, I don't know what they're supposed to look like, but they're like trendy. They're jamming streetwear <laughs> gorillas or something from 1981. <laughs> 80s. 80s and they don't uh, look like gorillas, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, he didn't do it in the same style. I think those characters would have scared me like as a really young child. They. Because the way they move and they kind of they do sort of have an AI. Also, one thing that I, I noted in the video, um, if you've ever played Yoshi's Island, it seems it's a lot like that where when they're trying to attack you, they're like throwing baseballs at you. And, oh, uh, that little <laughs> oh, reticule right. will appear on screen. Oh, like the aiming thing you, that goes up and down, just like the eggs did. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then that's the trajectory they're going to throw the egg or the ball. It's going to be to wherever that is. So you can kind of sort of avoid that when they start firing at you, but they can fire at you from off screen. So. They don't have to be on screen to attack you. Oh, okay. Weird. So that's so almost that like... That reticule is pretty necessary. It, it's almost like the beginning idea of that from Yoshi's Island. I don't know if anybody worked on that who worked on Yoshi's Island, but you never know. Nintendo yeah, like always kind of like keeps their ideas and rolls it over to the next game, so that could be could have been like the, the beginning the of it. arcade art, the actual original art on the arcade was... Miyamoto's draw like design so oh, okay he had a hand in the game in some way creatively I don't know how much but mm-hmm. he at least did the art for it I think didn't he do the art for well I know he did the art for the Donkey Kong game but did he do any of the are you talking about the uh, cabinet, cabinet art, art. Yeah. yeah I don't know if he did the cabinet art or not yeah because I always thought a jump man looked so weird in the cabinet art of a well I mean compared to like the Mario that we know now much different so anyway yeah I got that and um what else yeah, we already talked about Paladins, kind of a disappointment, but mm-hmm. might give it a try some other time. I haven't deleted it yet. I think that's it for Nintendo games, but I did go to Disc Replay recently, and they had the Poochie Amiibo. I wanted this Poochie Amiibo forever. It I have only, him. Yeah. I mean, it was $7.99. It was already open. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, not bad at all. But I was like, I, w- I want that Amiibo. I was going to open it anyway if I got it. Yeah. I look for it on eBay. It's Super like, adorable. It's like a $60 Amiibo if it's still in its package. It's kind of rare. So. Oh, wow. I think I probably got a good deal on it, even for it being open. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I lucked out. It. I lucked out and actually found that at a Best Buy and bought it there. But, cool. but then well, I never, never saw it again it. after that. Yeah, but no, it's super cute. Like we, it's like sitting under the TV in the living room, so I get to see him with his giant yarn tongue. So yeah, he's cool. And and didn't he have his actual like scanning amiibos like under his foot or like or under his belly or butt. something like that or his butt? Yeah, yeah. But that's cool. It's a good one to have. But yeah, ever since I saw yours at your house, I've wanted one. So I finally got it. And I just got lucky and it happened to be there. Um, and also I got several things. So I got a little bit of a discount on it because, you know, buy five, get one free. Yeah. Um, that's so how that, they get that you. brings me to it's <laughs> Nintendo, but I'm excited to say I, I'm a proud owner of a PlayStation 2. Yeah. The original right. fat PlayStation 2. You got the fat, it's, the huge one? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I got it for 10 bucks from a coworker and so the coworker sold it to me so cheap for one the the do- the door on it kind of like labors a little bit when it opens up but it okay. works still. And uh but the reason why he got it, right he got it so cheap because 
he went to a, a Goodwill outlet in St. Louis, and basically they just take a lot of the overstock from all the other stores in the area, and you and they sell everything by the pound. So he bought a bunch of crap, including two PlayStation 2s, and got everything for like 10 bucks. So he made all of his money back for that whole lot from selling me the one PlayStation 2. Nice. So he It was a good price for both of us. Uh-huh. Um, what was even cooler is that I already had all the hookups for the PlayStation 2 because I had a multi-AV yeah, yeah. out thing that I had bought years ago uh-huh. that I used for my GameCube, and it has the PlayStation 2 plug on it. So that's great. And then I just took the black cord that goes into the power brick on my PS4, just that plain black cord with like the weird like squarish prong on the end oh it works the same one that works for the because the because the this playstation 2 the power supply is built into it so you just plug that straight into the back and oh weird it worked and then i um i don't have a playstation 2 controller but i have a playstation 1 controller oh, so, so you sort within of a matter of minutes i had it <laughs> no analog here yeah. but i don't have the guitar uh, not yet i'm gonna buy one but I was playing that with the controller and it was working. And then, mm. so I got excited. I was like, I'm going to go to disc replay and I'm going to buy like four or five games. Just try to get one, try to get several games from all different genres. Um, and so I went to like several different top lists of PlayStation games. You know, I, I checked several different ones and yeah. took some notes. Dragon Quest eight. Get that. I, they didn't have it. It was. I don't know how much my list. That might be. That might be kind of. I don't know how expensive that game is, but I don't know if it's rare or expensive. They just didn't have it. Something you can get that's really good that's not expensive for PlayStation Two is uh, Persona Four. Get that game. It's actually not very expensive, but it's very very good. As a recommendation that I have. I don't know if you'll find it, but you can get it on eBay for not very much for like under ten under twenty dollars. Yeah, I say well, get anyway, that game. So. I went and I bought these games, um, and I would have bought more PlayStation games, but then I saw Poochie, and I and I, and I also wanted to get a memory card. Mm. So I ended up spending like a little under 30 bucks, and I got Poochie, the memory card, and then I got Final Fantasy XII. Okay. I got Kingdom Hearts, so I guess that doesn't really fit into my different genres thing, but oh well. This is more an action RPG. It's different than Final Fantasy XII, though, a lot. This game I've wanted to play for years. Never even tried it, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. <laughs> I never played it's a that game. Black. Yeah, I remember that game, but I never played it. Um, and then I got Jack and Dexter Precursor Legacy, which I mentioned at the top of the show. Okay, um, well that one's good, but don't bother with Jack Two. Jack Two is total trash. At me on Twitter well, if you don't believe it. Yeah, all the lists would, <laughs> they would say. Uh, and three, three got a lot of good press, but it's just a completely different game. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I I know we're not a PlayStation cast, but I would love to rant about Jack Two and how to like completely derail a game. That that game is like the ultimate like definition of how you like how how much Grand Theft Auto like influenced the world. Like it's a good example of that because you have Jack you have a you have Jack One, which is pretty which is pretty cool. It's like a fun 3D like a you know 3D flat platformer game. And then you have Jack 2 where they're like, oh, hey, let's make it like Grand Theft Auto. Let's give them guns, except you can't aim, and it's still sort of a platformer, but it just sucks all around. It's basically yeah, with Jack 2. vehicles and all that stuff. Yeah, sort of, but it doesn't control well. Like, it's basically set up to be like a third-person shooter, but there's no aiming, so you can't really do that. And it's it's just, I I don't know. It's I could rant about that game for a while. I got the... Uh, I will probably never get yeah. that game, so you don't yeah. have to worry about it. <laughs> I, got, I got the HD 3-pack on PlayStation 3 of it, and I really liked Jack the Jack and Dexter 1. But then when I got to Jack 2, it was just, I tried really hard to get through it, but the there's not there's not enough checkpoints, and it just, it just doesn't work well. It, it feels like it tries to be like Ratchet and Clank, but never is Ratchet and Clank. Like, Ratchet and Clank is fun. I played, I played through those three games. Mm-hmm. 
through yeah. through their HD re-release. But it just, I don't know, I felt it just like they really derailed that that series by going to, by trying to make it into a Grand Theft Auto-ish clone. I felt like they just lost their whole personality and made it into a game that I felt was pretty much unplayable for, well, for anyway, the most part. So, yeah, yeah. I, got all, I got all my games home, and uh, this, is the rest, this is the rest of the story. I got all my games home, and after being completely you know, stoked about having everything I needed to play, I'm like, oh shit, I bet they don't work with the PlayStation 1 controller. And sure enough, mm. none of my games that I bought were yeah, the all PlayStation analog. 1 controller. Oh, so no. One, except... Guitar Hero? No. Precursor Legacy. It oh, okay. works with the PlayStation 1 controller, so I've been oh, okay. playing that. I've probably put about an hour into it. It's good. I like it. It's fun, so, yeah, yeah. Going back to what you were saying, yeah. it's a good game. Um, I would say it's like a Banjo-Kazooie clone or yeah, something in, in the yeah. vein of that, but it's fun. Um, it's really overwhelming at first, like all the collectibles, but it it makes sense pretty quick. You know, It doesn't get too overwhelming, but mm-hmm. it's a collect-a-thon for sure. It's that. It's what, you know, sort of what like... Um, Ukulele is, but not as good. Well, ukulele's not as good. Not that Jack right, is I mean. as good as well, ukulele. Jack and Dexter is good. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy to finally play that, and I love these. Like, you know, just it's just an adventure platformer. I'm mm. happy to play it. How much did you I'm, end up? I'm also happy to play all these other games. What's mm. up? I was just gonna say, how much did you end up getting Final Fantasy for? Or uh, Kingdom Hearts. I'm curious. Were those expensive or no? Kingdom Hearts was four ninety nine. Nice. Final Fantasy twelve was three ninety nine. Oh wow. The okay. most expensive game the most expensive game Damn. was black, which was seven ninety nine, but yeah. I really wanted it and I wanted to get a, a shooter I'd never played. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one's just supposed to be a lot of fun and like lots of explosions and coolness and whatever. So um, <laughs> it says it says that what? on the back, extra coolness, just, extra coolness and whatever. It just says. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it said extra coolness and whatever. Is that an example of the explosion. Yeah, it's it's so it's so explosive that it explodes in your hand just holding it. In All front guns of the blazing. <laughs> yeah, just like me. Wow, I remember that game, yeah. but I never played it. Oh, yeah. you played it? I never played it. No. But I remember it. It got really good reviews. It was like a, whatever they call a sleeper hit where, you know, it was on people's radar. But when it was finally released, they were like, holy shit, this is really good. So it, it was the prequel to, to Twisted it. Metal um, Black. Guess I got to get a PlayStation 2 controller. I've been keeping an eye out. They're not that expensive. Um, I could have bought, you know, while I was there at Disc Replay, I could have bought one of the, you know, the non-officially licensed ones. But mm-hmm. I want to get an official PlayStation 2 controller. So get a real sure. one. Yeah, I'm just gonna, but either buy it on eBay or check the other game store in town and see if they have one. They probably do. But uh, you know, in the meantime, I'm a proud owner of a PlayStation Four. I did so, or PlayStation Two. I do have a PS4 also, but mm. I did some testing with it. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the DVD player to work. I don't know if you oh. need the controller for that to happen. No, yeah, I mean, um, you should be able to do it with whatever controller you have. Well, it didn't work, and then I I've gotten like a I got my the Echoing Green CD to work. It's like a Christian. <laughs> electronic band from back in the day uh, that cd worked fine because it's you know a real cd mm. but i tried playing a burn cd and it didn't work so oh, weird. a little bit of a bummer it's not as functional as i hope it would be but it seems like it plays all the games that i've thrown at it mm-hmm. i just can't actually play them so well playstations can be a little weird in that regard like uh my playstation 2 that i have like my slim one uh it 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 would only play trauma DVDs for the most part. It wouldn't really play uh, any, <laughs> oh, any, any, any like uh, high budget DVDs. I always thought it was uh, that that it was like it had its own preference, I guess. But it would only it would only play. I'll certain... try. I'll see if I'll, I'll like <laughs> see if my uh, Terra Firma plays in it. Yeah, there were only certain stuff that would play on it, and like um, I, I remember some games like the the background music would drop out occasionally, 
that I'd have some like audio issues with stuff like that, but it still works. Is there is there like a holy grail game that you're trying to find for PS2? Like, what's your big one that you'd really want? Like, if you you know price wasn't an issue or whatever, it's like I'm sure you have something on your list. Like before you got the system, um, I want to try out Odin get. Sphere. I remember hearing a lot about that back. Okay, in the day and yeah. I don't even know much about it, but it looks really cool, and I don't think it's cheap, but sure, I'd like that. And then any. Any of the JRPGs, like if I could find those, I want to grab those because even Quest though they've all they've been re-released yeah. in different ways, mm-hmm. I want I want to get them just because they're going to be probably cheaper for the most part. Like if that, anything from my experience is true, like Final Fantasy twelve, I was shocked that that was only three ninety nine. I thought mm-hmm. that was going to be more expensive because it's yeah, Final me Fantasy, too. and then yeah. they had Resident Evil four there, which okay. I already have somewhere. I can't yeah. find it, but that, that was four ninety nine. Resident Evil four ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So nice. I'm gonna definitely go back there and buy some more PS2 games once I am up and running, and then I definitely want to get a Guitar Hero controller, which they also didn't have. But I'm wondering how much PS2 Guitar Hero controller. I wonder how much those are nowadays. I mean, they used to be like eighty bucks, like at the time, but you can probably get one for like twenty, right? For yeah, I think that's controls. about a fair guesstimate on what I'm gonna have to pay for it. And then if I have to get it through eBay, I might have to pay a little more, but. Um, they had like the the Wii ones and the Xbox 360 ones there, and they were selling those for like forty or fifty. But mm. those are like wireless and yeah. everything, you know. Uh, yeah. The one for the PlayStation Two is basically just a plastic shell with you know the guts mm. of a controller in it that's modified and how it's controlled. Sure. Uh, they they never did it, but I always thought it'd be funny if somebody like opened a store dedicated just to selling used plastic instruments. I, yeah. I wish that somebody would just open a store that was just dedicated to selling used instruments to old games like you could buy like plastic drum sets there and plastic uh, guitars or whatever well, but those, have a, those games I, never I, got popular a, enough for that yeah there's <laughs> a different coworker. Center. yeah yeah fake guitar center plastic guitar center <laughs> or guitar hero center whatever there's a different coworker i work with who um who said that he tried to sell all of his rock band stuff like a year or two ago and he couldn't like no one would even buy it from him yeah so he ended up throwing it all away because he didn't have room for it. I yeah, like, that's really sad. But I didn't know him a couple of years ago, so yeah, the bubble broke it. on that. I actually have a—I don't know if you want it, but I have a—I have a rock <laughs> band uh, um, drum set <laughs> for yeah. like, for three sixty. If you want it, like speaking of trying to get rid of uh, used instrument stuff, like my old, one of my old roommates left it here, and I never really knew what to do with it. But if you ever want it for a rock yeah. band on three sixty, I have it. <laughs> if you want to get rid of it, I also have the drum set for. Guitar Hero Four on on PlayStation Three that's just kind of hanging out. I don't really use yeah. that for anything, but I don't know yeah. if I care that much. But yeah. I definitely do want to go down memory lane with the original Guitar Hero and Guitar mm-hmm. Hero Two. Sure, yeah, um, yeah, that'll be fun. And see if I could still perform as well because I'm not going to be doing it. Mm-hmm. it. It won't be like the HD versions where I feel like there's a, a lag. I'll get the direct signal. I'm hoping. Yeah, going it, straight to the AV port on the back of my TV. You do some videos with a uh, with a uh, footage of you from a camera doing it. Uh-huh. I'd watch that. You can post that on the Nintendo main. I don't think it matters. I can talk about the time I won tickets to see Poison in oh, the yeah. contest. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you got second place, right? I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, and in a way, we ended up going. Well, you gave it to a, gave it to me, and I went, and it was fun. Oh, I went, too. To Poison? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, you did, because uh, the guy who got first, he gave his tickets away. I remember that. Yep. So we ended up with four tickets. Oh, that's cool. But, it was uh, like I got first place, yeah. sort of. If you can find it, it's probably pretty cheap, but... Get get Yakuza one and two for uh, PlayStation two is my recommendation. Okay. That plus Dragon Quest eight would say uh, say or three that you can play now and are still really good. Now Dragon Quest eight, did they do something with that? 
is that one of the games where they did something where they streamlined it a little bit for the DS a little better? Like, uh, or I don't I think so. A different game. No, that's Dragon Quest Seven, and that was a PlayStation okay, One game. That's Seven. Yeah, right. that was PlayStation One. But no, Eight. I mean, Eight was re-released for 3DS, but. I don't think there's. I know there were a couple changes, but not a whole lot, you know. But I always kind of wanted to play it on PS2, also. But well, I'm kind of. I was kind of afraid of just going nuts and buying too many games and spending more money than I could sure. afford to. But yeah, yeah, the PlayStation 2 opens up a lot of possibilities. Of and their different. games are really cheap. And now, also. and now I want a PS3. I didn't care about a PS3, but now if I get one, <laughs> I'll have the whole family. Yeah, you can have all of the numbered systems together. Is that is that all? Is that all you got? One game that I've always wanted on PS2. I don't have PS2. I never owned one, but if I did get one, I'd want to play this game, Mr. Mosquito. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys remember. Never never played that game. That one might be a little. That one might be expensive. I can kind of see it in my mind's eye. Yeah, I just thought, oh, it looks so like unique, weird, and quirky. You're a little mosquito, and you have like you fly around, and you're trying to attack this giant family, Mm. and it looks very cool. I don't know. It looks kind of funny to me. So I don't want to try that game. Yeah, I would think that that one might be. I don't know. I've never really looked at it, but it seems kind of rare. But my, I'd say most PS2 games are probably pretty cheap. But yeah, I haven't. I don't really play. Uh, I haven't played my PS2 lately. But there's a game that's supposed to. Oh, what's the one where you're like? It's kind of, kind of like Rygar. Oh, Maximo. Oh, I almost bought that oh, one. Right. I want to try. Yeah. That. I want to try that one. I, I might get it eventually. Bully. I've never played. I've never played Bully. I played that Bully's on Wii. Super cheap. I played it on Wii. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I played through all of it on Wii. I think it's worth checking out. I just looked up Mr. Mosquito on eBay. Mm. Uh, yeah. three three hundred and twenty dollars. Wow. <laughs> so it, what else do they want? Your blood? It's a. Uh, it's not a. Uh, it's not cheap. I was gonna say. I feel like I had looked it up before. I think it's a. I think it's a rare game. Yeah, Mr. Mosquito, three hundred nineteen dollars and fifty five cents, and with free shipping, marked down from seven hundred. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I guess Mr. Mosquito is a hard thing to get. But if that's I a lot, I play it even more. Yeah, if it's if that's a lot, if that's all that you got, Jeremy, do you want to take a quick but, break? Yeah, I was gonna say. Other than that, I um, I want to maybe expand my PS One library a little bit. Even though I have a PS One, mm-hmm. having one device that can play both systems games might maybe want to try out some of the. Like I always wanted to play through the original Ape Escape, which I haven't done. Okay, so I feel like yeah, I think I or get a hold of Parappa the Rapper or Ugamer Lami. Yeah, you can play through those games. They're not very long to go through, so you probably do it in like a weekend or like in a day, you know. But I think that's all I bought. If I think of anything else, I'll do an addendum. But I I think I mentioned I got the memory cards. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that was kind of fun too, like going through someone's old saves. Like it was full. Oh, they always a used one. Clear it off. Yeah, Yeah. and all the saves were from uh, 2004. Nice. So that's the last time the memory card had been like anything had been saved was. 14 years ago. Was there anything interesting on there that you were like, oh man, why did they play that game? Or was it all like... Nothing I could I open, know. but they did have a... GTA saves or something. character's name was the R word, the offensive R word. Oh, okay. But that was all I saw on there that was maybe of note that... I didn't mm-hmm. chuckle, but you know, I was like, yeah. well, that's kind of weird. Why do they do that? I sure. guess it was 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I thought of this earlier when you were talking about uh, Pinball Quest, John, but that game, uh, Yoku, whatever it's called, Yoku's Express or Escaper, that game that people have been talking about, it's kind of like a Metroidvania in pinball style. There's a there's a demo of that. There's a free demo of that on the eShop, so I just downloaded it, and yeah. I want to play that. Oh, that, might be, that might be something, maybe, if you're looking for a quirky, weird game to fill up your card with. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, it. I'll take a look at that. the people on NBC were like talking about it. And it was mentioned on the on the uh, IGN podcast 
that it was What's really it good. Yoku? It's just look up Yoku and you'll find it. Yoku. It's one of those games that people are like, don't sleep on this one. Play. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's called uh, Yoku yeah. Yoku's Island Express. But it's a yeah, it's a Metroidvania in the form of a pinball game. So that's oh, cool. that in itself reminds me of Pinball Quest. But uh, let's let's take a quick break, a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk news. So, anyway, we'll be right back. Like we said before, it's been a minute since we've recorded, so some stuff's happened in between. I think the big, big news that I want to talk about is uh, Labo. There's a there's a Labo sequel around the corner, which is I I thought looked really cool. Actually, kind of more intriguing than the last ones that were out. But I I just I have so much. I have this area of my apartment now that's filled with unused cardboard things. So I didn't really, <laughs> I couldn't f- see myself as like excited about it this time. But you guys saw that video, right? Where like now there's a three different there's like a vehicle version where you can play as like a what is it you can do like a submarine a um mm-hmm. a plane and a car which kind of reminds me it's like a little bit of steel diver like a little bit of uh pilot wings and a little bit of like mario kart but the idea of like having a steering wheel like being able to car- make a cardboard steering wheel and like a pedal to drive with seems pretty cool to me and i'm and i guess you if you have mario kart 8 you can see that there's actually friend of the show uh justin vega uh, posted that on the nvc group showing that uh there's like different sections there's like one for the uh, bike but there's also three others for all those other ones that you're gonna make with the with that game so i thought it looked really cool i mean i, I know like I figured it's going to be like the regular Labo, where there's not a whole lot to do with it after you build it. But but that steering wheel looks tight. I like the um the the thing with the two uh, turny things on the side for the for the submarine. That looks cool too. You know the whatever you call those. But uh, I, I probably won't buy it again. But I thought it looked cool. What do you guys think? I saw that there was a box character, and I really want him to be named Mister Game and Build. Yeah, Mister Build and Game would be better. Yeah. Oh, you mean the mascot? Oh yeah, like Game and Watch. Yeah, yeah. 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 I figured they would go off and do their own version of it, but I think they should do that uh that crazy mech game from back in the I think that's on PlayStation Two as well. It's the Steel Battalion, which was that had this giant hundred and fifty dollar controller you had to buy to play it. Oh, oh yeah. I never they should that. do cardboard battalion. <laughs> have you make like a controller out of yeah. cardboard and play it. They they should re release uh, spend hundred and fifty bucks, you spend like seventy. They yeah. should they should re release Diddy Kong Racing except for you have to use a different cardboard thing every time you turn into like uh whatever whatever the different vehicle is uh-huh. like in case you do the water one you have to do that the weird dialy thing and you have to use the joystick if you do the flight that would that should be the controller is that all kinds of paper cuts going on <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so that that was pretty cool that one kind of came out of nowhere that was last week when that when that video dropped and i was like do you guys i mean do you see yourself diving into labo again jeremy if i ever do finish the last two projects i might want to get back into it but it was you know it was shiny and new and that's why i really wanted to experience it the first time it doesn't have something as intriguing as a piano which i still think is the best thing from that but 
It looks cool. I mean, if there was like an in-depth game attached to it, then maybe. But all the games on that are pretty much demos, you know, so it's like there's not really a whole lot of... The, the level of complexity in the piano and all it lets you do and then the scanning, the waveforms and all that, like they definitely spent most of their research time on the piano. Oh, sure. Definitely With the piano. With different labo, it's still apparent that the piano is where lots of time was spent getting that just right. Yeah, but if you look into like... If you look into something like the bike game, there's not really much to that. It's just like a couple races, you know, and like times to beat. And I figured that'd be about what you would get with this. And, and that's it, sort of how I felt <coughs> the fishing game wasn't that fun. Yeah. I mean, the sensation of pulling the rod and stuff was fun, but. But there's not really much to go back is. to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and it looks like there's sort of like a dummy, dummy, dummy down version of pilot wings in there for the flying stuff. I mean, you can fly through clouds. It showed that, like clouds exploded around you as you fly through them. Which, whatever. I mean, the last release of Pilot Wings for D- for 3DS was pretty dumbed down. This is probably going to be the extreme, extreme dumbed down version of that version. You know, so it's it like, really should. I mean, everything should be cardboard themed within the games that you play. Like, you know, yeah, you should just have the graphics be everything's made out of cardboard within the worlds, and mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that that would. That is kind of. Uh, uh, Odd thing that the graphics to me anyway look kind of generic or you know yeah we, like we sports, sports esque mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but they could have done something cool like, I mean they've done you know the Yoshi game and the Kirby game Kirby's Epic Yarn that kind of style I think that would have been more appealing yeah there you go Yoshi and Poochie mm-hmm. sure yeah it, it would be, it would be cool if they did like an actual like Labo game that like an in depth game spin off the yeah. yeah, the yeah. spin off of the cardboard stuff that you could just buy by yourself that was like all cardboard. That'd be interesting. Yeah. How would that even work? Like, maybe the more items you build in real life, like, the better off you could do in the game. You know, you see you'd have, like, everything in the package. It would be, like, a Labo adventure. And as you're progressing playing the game, you have to build this item, build that item. So maybe you would still be able to build it because you have the physical pieces, <laughs> but you'd have to unlock the ability to use the thing you build. So mm-hmm. it'd be kind yeah. of fun if it's, like, you upgraded your bike. Add turbo boost button. Now start. Now right. go build the shit. Yeah, as long as it doesn't fall into the department of, like, Skylanders, where it's like, you can't progress until you go buy a new cardboard thing to build. So go spend, like, 50 more dollars to get this new level of whatever, you know. That's kind of where a lot of those... I think that's what killed a lot of that uh, game-to-life stuff, you know, where it would be like, can't go to the next part because don't have specific toy. Go to store and buy it to progress, you know. Mm -hmm. Not that that Nintendo would do that, but... It would be cool to see, like, an in-depth... Or if they ever did release a Star Fox, you know, it'd be kind of fun to play with the cardboard joystick, you know, like you can on that. I'd be into that. And I like the idea of uh, playing a racing game with a cardboard steering wheel. Maybe not necessarily Mario Kart, because Mario Kart's never really been suited for that type of thing. I remember my brother-in-law... Mario Kart board. Yeah. I I remember my brother-in-law bought a steering wheel for the 64, and uh, we tried playing Mario Kart with it, and it just doesn't... Mario Kart's not meant to be played with, like, a realistic steering wheel. There's too much, like, you know... Too Unless much... you're playing the arcade version. Yeah, but, I mean, like, there's too much of the turning back and forth for the for the boosts and stuff like that. It just makes it weird. But, yeah, if, if they came out with a, a new Excite truck, which I did feel a little bit of Excite's truck from it, too, because there's, like, from the video of the Labo one, because there's some truck stuff in there. They did a new version of that, or even a re-release. That'd be fun, I guess. There's no really, like... I, I'm sure there are. I'm like, if there's, like, another racing game. I guess it. this is this is news also, but there's a Nickelodeon character-based kart game that's coming out. Maybe you can play that with it. <laughs> with the oh, cardboard yeah, I did thing. see that. Yeah. It has, like, all the... Like, Tommy Pickles and whoever else there was. Tommy Pickles? Who's that? <laughs> the guy from Rugrats. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rep, Rocco, Rep, is Rocco in there? Reptar should be on there. 
I saw SpongeBob. That's about the only oh, one yeah, that I recognize. Wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should uh, they should do a Cartoon Network racing game. I would play that with like uh with like Rigby and uh, Mordecai from regular show and like Steve and Universe people. I'd bet be into that. Rick and Morty and oh yeah, you could like you could bring some Adult Swim people in there too. Space yeah. Ghost would be so cool. Space Ghost <laughs> would be cool. Yeah, you just put in the classic ones: Dexter, Johnny Bravo, Space Zorak. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, Johnny Bravo. I forgot about Johnny Bravo. Yeah, Johnny Bravo was wasn't that like an early Seth MacFarlane thing? I think I heard that he worked on. I think that. he worked on it. Yeah, it seems like his kind of humor. I mean, less rape jokes, I guess, or maybe there were. I don't know. I didn't watch that much Johnny. Bravo. It was kind of like a he was bit, pretty aggressive. Pe- yeah. It was a little bit like Pepe Le Pew, but with a big muscly Elvis guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty one note character overall. Yeah, he was. He was very much. It'd be cool to have all the Gendy Tartoski people in there, also like Samurai Jack and uh, and um, yeah. the Powerpuff Girls and like Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get working on that Cartoon Network. Stop making stuff like Pool Panic and go uh, make a Cartoon Network racer. I know there was Give like the a people what they want. Th- there was like I some space, sort of I want like a Space Ghost Coast to Coast ep- like episode editor where you can just use all those like <laughs> yeah. animated stills and like put vocal samples over them and do like your own like Space Ghost talk show that'd be a lot of fun but you could fun. you could probably do that with just your editing program that you have right now <laughs> and you wouldn't have to That's gamify true. it yeah i hope that if there was a space ghost rider he just looks like he's he's sitting at the desk and it's just not like there's not a polygon thing it's just a sprite of that and, and he's doing racing. all the exact yeah. same animations from the show like the yeah. <laughs> bull card how he always did that yeah yeah for sure he's like yeah like, well, <laughs> So this isn't necessarily news, but I wanted to move move on from Space Ghost Racer, even though they should work on that. Not necessarily news, but worth mentioning. Uh, I want to talk about the YouTube comments that we got. I don't want to do that before we forget. Um, I'm trying to find them because I actually did get another. So if you guys don't know, if, if you're looking for the soundtrack for Pocket Rumble, uh, I recorded all the songs and put it on YouTube. In stereo now, we talked about the whole controversy of it being mono and to begin with, <laughs> and now it's in stereo. But anyway, uh, you know, I get a, I get some decent amount of views from it. But there was a, there was a guy here. It is um, Copycat seventy four. Uh, has it gave me an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, comment on YouTube that I want to read in its entirety. And I responded to it a couple times, but he. It's like been this whole. Uh, he like just writes about a uh, pocket rumble lore, and actually since then, since I got that one, another person that wasn't copycat left another lore thing about another character. So I want to read both of those. So on here's here, copy on who? Just because I think they're amazing, and I've and I've been asking them. I asked them to do more, but they didn't, unfortunately. You can't but, ask for that sort of thing. You get blessed by that sort of thing. Yeah, right. Well, I was like, hey, you should do other. I was like, oh, I really like what you're doing. So the comment was on the soundtrack for June's level. June is basically like a kind of looks like an anime ghost like character, like definitely something out of like a Japanese horror movie or like a Japanese anime thing like that. So this is what Copycat wrote down. Uh, word for word. June is mysterious. Why was she killed? How? When? Well, I have a few theories to discuss with you. During the character selection, we can see her name being printed out on a tombstone with the year 1999 to 2017 on it. So we can conclude that she was 17 or 18 at the time of death. Now, the real question. How? Well, almost all of her attacks are based on her head. Like the cannon attack. You can see her body turn into a cannon while her head is shot out and spun around. Other attacks, like her right B attack, shows her head fly out of her and turn into a bat-like thing and falls down on her target. This also goes for her right A and B. Both have the same deal. 
The head falls off and attacks the target. My theory is that she was murdered by her head being sawed off by a chainsaw. Why? Because if her normal bee attack... I think it means because of, of her normal bee attack. Why a chainsaw? How about a giant sword attack like her other A attacks? Now the main question. Who killed her? Well, I have many substitutions... I have maybe... It says I have many substitutions. I think it's suspicions. Um, but I have one that cannot be it. Parker. <laughs> to me, Parker seems like a detective. I can guess this because of the way he looks and his name card. It just seems detective-like. <laughs> I don't know, but I can be wrong. Now the main suspect, Hector. I believe it is Hector due to his skill in swordsmanship and might have used his sword to cut off June's head. But that makes the chainsaw part irrelevant. Still, the part the part lead, I got it. Who do I know? It can be anyone. Let's be real. Everyone in Pocket Rumble is gifted. If you have any counter-arguments, please reply. Keep in mind, this theory is poorly constructed and very sloppy, but it sounds a lot better on paper. Sorry for any typos. This was typed on a small phone. I typed fast, and I was not able to correct everything. That's my comment from Copycat74. And it's kind of funny they said it sounds better on paper when the <laughs> yeah. medium he's using is essentially on paper. Yeah, right? <laughs> if you can just see it, wait, this is written in a ballpoint pen. I mean, it's beautiful. It all makes sense. Yeah, so I basically responded and said that uh, I thought that Parker was like a special agent for the FBI. I'd say, uh, maybe June was killed by a mysterious character not in the roster. What about Quinn? He could have accidentally killed her in his wolf form. Or maybe it was Kiko's cat. And then he responded to me, does, yes, both of those characters came to mind when making the post. Quinn is surely able to rip the head clean off of June, but I felt like werewolves were sloppy at killing someone or something. <laughs> they would go for the guts or something like that. Like a real wolf, they don't take the head of their prey. They just eat the meat of their body. But Quinn is just as guilty as Hector right now. Kiko has a demon-like cat that can transform into different attacks. The only attack that I can see taking someone's head right off is, uh, head right off is the right A or right B. Both look like like they can eat head of a human. But but more I think, the more logical it seems. I am thinking Kiko is the killer due to she has the ability to lure June in using her cat and then killing her. Thanks for the extra thinking material. Sorry for any typos. <laughs> this is the last one. <laughs> he keeps apologizing for the typos. <laughs> yeah. I think he's. I hope he's just really passionate about about it and just typing it out. And then by the time yeah, he found he found a he place just, to like vent his passion. Yeah. Right. And then he just like hits. We send. appreciate you. Whoever you are. Yeah, yeah seriously, this stuff's awesome. It's nice. It's we, we were talking about this when we were doing the Paladin stream, but it's cool because we're kind of in the we're like in the zeitgeist now, right? Now that we have people like actually responding to our videos and sending us really long paragraphs about what they think about characters in a fighting game, I really like that. That's great. I mean, it's, maybe we should start talking about backstory a little more in our videos when we make them. With the <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I was just uh, Pocket Rumble is a fun game, and there's not really. Like I said before, one of my major gripes was that there's no story mode around the characters, and the characters are very, very cool looking. They have a lot of personality to them, but I like that people are like actually thinking about it, like thinking about who killed June. I figured just, I figured June just died, like uh, you know, from somebody who's not even in the game. You know, I never thought that one of the characters killed her. You know, but interesting stuff to think at, I guess. Like, but I did respond to that, and I said, "Hey, I would love to hear more lore from you." Like, how did Kiko, how did Kiko get a demon cat? What's up with Tenchu's deer spirit? And how and when did Quinn get werewolfed? And uh, who does Parker work for? That's what I asked him. But he didn't, res didn't respond after I that. wonder if the, if there's any possibility the person who wrote all this maybe thought you were the developer pu publishing the music. Oh, maybe. YouTube, and they're like, I think they just wanted like to. Saying, like, well, I could write a story for the characters that you didn't sure. want to do. 
Well, they did say I wanted to discuss stuff with you, so I think they just like wanted to maybe bounce ideas off off of me with the because I think he knows that I didn't do it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. I don't know. It'd be pretty easy to figure that out by going to the. If videos. you looked at any of our other videos, you know that we didn't make pocket rumble. <laughs> but I did get I I got one that's not quite as interesting as that. But I did get another comment about about one of the characters on here. Let me let me find it real quick. Yeah, so I got another one about Subject Eleven. He basically looks a lot like Iori from uh, King of Fighters. He basically is Iori, except more like Chibi. But um, I, uh, to give some backstory, uh, Subject Eleven, he's like a, he looks like a kind of like a Resident Evil maybe thing. Like they were trying to like figure out something to make you better, and then it turned into this weird zombie thing. You know, he's obviously like this experiment gone wrong. That's like now it's like super strong and can kill people or whatever. Anyway, all they said was, uh, I think that Subject 11, and this is, um, let's see, RB, R.B. is the one who wrote this. I think that the Subject 11 is part of an experiment of super soldiers, but he was turning so many aggressive for to control him, and he became a prisoner and failed. Experiment, er, and failed experiment, but now he has been escaped. W-O-H, you think of the possibility story. Of sub for sub eleven, so that was much shorter. But that's another person thinking about lore of like where sub eleven came from. And I think I re- I responded to that and said uh, I'm loving all of these guesses at the lore of these characters. Someone else just commented about how June was killed and who killed her. Sub eleven, he looks like some sort of experiment gone wrong. Maybe some sort of fountain of youth formula. Reminds me of the Umbrella Corporation, the T virus, is what I said to them. But yeah, I hope uh, if any of you are listening to this. Please comment on the Pocket Rumble soundtrack and let us know what you think about the characters, and we'll read more and stuff. And if there are any the animators show. out there looking for something to do, please animate that whole uh, theory for us. And uh, <laughs> oh, the chainsaw and June we'll and all that. Our, our yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, I wanted to see your story that we did for um, the Mario, the Mario Brothers. Ep- was that was that the Mario movie episode where you did? Yeah, where, 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 well, he did the. Well, movie, when you yeah. found when you found the movie that, that, that wasn't released, movie. yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted that to get animated. All right, do the balloon fight movie first, and then do the pocket rumble for us. Whoever yeah, you yeah. are, sure. But yeah, that's some interesting. Uh, comments that i wanted to make sure and remember to read because that stuff is too golden to not you know to not read on the show uh, that's probably the best comment that that uh that whole like june speculation stuff is probably the best comment i've ever gotten on youtube so i feel like we've made it if we can get awesome comments like that and copycat if you happen to be listening to the show um thanks for the comment and we'd love to like i said we'd love to hear more of that if you have more ideas about the characters you have a very great imagination and it's good to hear from you <laughs> about that but that was that one another another big news thing that i want to talk about i'm sure you guys see that saw this but i can't i can't believe that we live in a world where people are actually hiring people to teach them Fortnite. have you seen that no i saw that yeah yeah so like uh parents are hiring tutors for the children and for themselves to teach them to get better at Fortnite or the other way around which is like uh i was actually i was i was working on a we, we were like filming a thing in the park like the other day, and on the sidewalk, I saw written in big letters. Uh, somebody wrote Fortnite on the sidewalk, but they also like drew a, a fort around the F of it. And I was like, "Wow, Fortnite oh. owns everything!" So I did see some uh, some Fortnite chalk art. But yeah, that's crazy um, that you would actually pay somebody to come teach you Fortnite. I mean, it's pretty. I don't. They better well, be pretty good. They better have a lot of like uh, Twitch subscribers if you're gonna play them. Is what yeah. I'm saying. They got to You got to prove your worth. Of the parents thinking, oh, that <laughs> I can raise little Billy up to become a Fortnite superstar and make lots of money. That's what I thought. Or, yeah. Or is it that 
like Fortnite is such a thing socially that you have to be good at it and parents are concerned. I think so, it's I think it's more fitting in school. That's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> I think it's more the latter, yeah. To mom right now. <laughs> right, right. She needs to do something about that. Because all the ladies at Bridge Club are talking about <laughs> little Billy and how he keeps getting nerfed in the first five seconds of Listen, 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 Margaret, we need to talk about we need to talk about your deaths on Fortnite. He and, always lands in the same spot. Like he's going to get it right at, at one time. <laughs> he needs to figure out that he should not always go to that tall tower, whatever it's called. He needs to go to other places <laughs> on the map. Find that golf cart, man. And I think that's funny. And you know, for I think it's the other way around, where it's like, uh, like what you were saying. I think they're just like they, their kids have maybe died too many times, and they want to help them out. <laughs> and I heard, <laughs> I heard Fortnite tutor. I mean, it's amazing how big the game is. But what about when the bubble breaks? Are you going to hire them? I don't know. Whatever the next paladin uh, tutors? No, that game will never be that big. Well, whoever's making money off the Fortnite is going to switch to the new game. They're yeah, going to continue to be tutors. Oh yeah, yeah. Keep ride, riding the wave and learn whatever the new uh-huh. thing is. Uh, speaking of that, I, I, I saw a funny thing on Twitter where some guy was like, you know, where people are like, I grew up doing this and now it's this, but somebody like tweeted a picture that was like, I grew up playing Minecraft, but now it's Fortnite. And I'm like, dude, like they're not really, <laughs> I commented on it and I'm almost like, dude, the Minecraft generation and the Fortnite generation are not that far apart. You're not that old. Shut up. <laughs> you know, but it's funny well, that people I are mean, doing Minecraft that. Minecraft turns ten next year. I know. I'm saying, but it's like a decade, maybe. You know, like about, quit your um, bitching, man. <laughs> 2006. We were definitely talking about Mario 64, like it was an old ass game. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean Mario, but I'm just saying it's not that. I don't think it's that big of a jump. Being like, oh, I miss when you built stuff instead of like shooting people. Like, well, <laughs> oh, well, you've been shooting yeah. people before right. Fortnite was a thing. You know. It's not really like, oh, I miss pixel graphics versus like polygons. It's not something like that. It's like, yeah. and you can still play Minecraft. The bedcraft, the bedrock edition is out, and people are still playing it. It's not like, you know, what I mean, it just doesn't seem like like it's something. I mean, Minecraft never really went away. It's still there, and it's still very popular. I mean, Jeremy made like twenty some videos of it, and like people watch it, so it's obviously still there. Oh, even, yeah. though, even though you haven't I done, mean, even though you haven't yeah, done one in a minute, but then yeah. So I just thought that was kind of funny, especially the Fortnite tutor stuff. But more more exciting than that, uh, and and the, and the, these never really necessarily mean anything. But Nintendo reapplied for the Endless Ocean trademark. That was like news that just like dropped today. I don't know if you guys ever played that for Wii. I have, I have Endless Ocean okay. two, but it was kind of a fun game. And even Endless Ocean two sort of had a story mechanic in it. And it was just a whole lot of like uh, scuba diving and looking at animals and stuff like that. And it was a nice, relaxing game. Even came with Wii Speak. I think that was how I got the Wii Speak was uh, Endless Ocean 2 came with that. But those games oh, were yeah. fun. I, I'd like to see that come around again for, as a Switch thing. Especially if they made the online better or something. Maybe that's something they're thinking about for the online service. And isn't that just around the corner? Like, shouldn't we be hearing something about that yeah, soon? September. Yeah. We're in August now, so Next we're month. like less than a month away from hearing that. So hopefully we find out. I saw a couple rumors about Dark Souls. I saw one, the German market thing saying that it comes out August 15th. I feel like that's too soon. But also there was another, what was it, um, Amazon France or something like that posted October 1st, which is still not summer, but which is like after summer. So people are like, oh, maybe that's not it, but. Dark Souls, there's still some rumors about that game eventually coming out, if it ever does. I said, I said earlier, Undertale got a September 15th release date, so we have that on the uh, coming up. And I guess it. on the official site uh, for Morphe's Law... Morphe! They, uh, What's they up? They changed it to 
it's just coming out in 218 with more information coming soon. I think they originally oh, okay. said quarter four, 2018. Yeah, I thought it was but last now, year. That, that yeah. leads people to believe it's coming out soon, like maybe. Probably alongside the, the online service. Yeah. Um, it's also being said that I guess that they have committed to the console version coming out before the PC version. Of Morphe? Yeah, so okay. we might get to see Morphe's Law sooner. Well, than that's later. good. I, I should also, we be finding out about the next mini console soon too? I don't. Think yeah, we it, should. You're right. I don't think it's happening. I, I really don't think the mini is going to happen this year. They're, I mean, just, they're going to skip a year on it since they yeah. brought the Nintendo ones back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because didn't we hear we heard about it around this time, right? Like around July. I, yeah, yeah, it was like well, because it came out in September, so yeah, it was July or August. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured. Well, maybe there. Maybe we'll hear it about it in the rest of August. Because I think it was point. like September, like twenty around September twentieth, around that date when they've come out previously. I, I also found, saw a thing on Reddit. I don't know if it's necessarily. I mean, they said it's. I don't know if it's fully true, but I saw a thing saying that free to play games will still be free to play online even without the Nintendo service. Um, I saw somebody yeah. post that about Fortnite, that it would that you wouldn't have to have the Nintendo online to play it. I'm wondering if that's actually going to be a thing or if Nintendo's going to put a you know put their foot down on that, but I heard people saying that that they think that the free to play stuff will still be free to play. I mean, obviously you can still you still should be able to get on the eShop, right, and look at stuff. Mm-hmm. But but I don't think like Hulu is going to be like put behind the gate or whatever. I mean, you should be able to use that, right? Still like on PlayStation, you don't need PlayStation Plus to use Netflix. Right. You know, I can still use Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that without PlayStation Plus. So I would hope that they would do that. But who knows? You know, Nintendo's new to this whole online service, so they might they might yeah. do that. I don't expect it to go smoothly at first. Oh, yeah, of course not. No, it's not going to go smoothly at all. Do you guys have any... I mean, we've been talking about the online service for a while. You know, we all have stuff that we want, like extra games mm-hmm. added and all that. And it would be nice to have a nice... You know, have a present in there, like, after you... And you can... And I know, John, you posted that... You can uh, you can buy cards now, right? You can you can buy it early, or you can pre-order yeah, you can, it. Um, you, can you can buy a year or something it on uh, Amazon. Okay, but you can't. Yeah, I didn't see anything in the eShop about it. I would just buy it digitally. I wouldn't see myself like buying a card or whatever. Yeah, unless you got it yeah. cheaper. Uh, I also saw well, speaking of Amazon stuff, I saw that you can get Mar- a Super Mar- Super Mario Party for like. 25% off if you pre-order it now through Amazon, which I thought about yeah, doing. That's a good deal. But because uh, I think it'll be like 40 something versus the $60 price tag. So I think it came out to like 47, like with the 25%, which is not bad. I thought about that, even though uh, I'm so anti-physical. I was like, oh, maybe, but then I'll probably still want to play it like at 11 o'clock when it comes out on that Thursday. But uh, is there any, is there any other news that I, that I missed? I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. I think that's all the news. Yeah, I think that's sites, I think that's yeah. what I I think that's what I found. Um I think I mean there's smaller stuff like I know like one of the guys who worked on Animal Crossing left recently left, left yeah. the uh, the new leaf. Hopefully he'll still write letters. Yeah, yeah, right. When he went to his other town, at least he'll still yeah. talk about the town that he used to be from. There's I know there's characters on Jess's Animal Crossing that still talk about my town. Like man, Astopia was such a great place to be. <laughs> um <laughs> Octopath Traveler, Traveler hit one million. Nice. So between between upload between physical versions and eShop versions, they've there's a million of them out there. Nice. That's great. Oh, also, uh, Squids won the uh, October Squid thing. It's been so long that we haven't talked about that. But yeah, the Squids ended up winning. I can't believe that. Really? I thought I thought that the Octopi would would come around and do it, but they did not. Unfortunately, they did not win. Yeah. Apparently, did did you see that? Like somebody leaked the development kits for Switch. 
Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So that's that's another one. I guess it was a really, really early development kit, but, I mean, that's, I don't know, that's something, Still, I guess. probably not worth the risk to you. I mean, like, that's uh, big time. That's prison. Yeah, well, I mean, then if you have an idea that you're developing, Nintendo probably won't won't be quick to push it out if you stole the you know the development kit before they approved it to you or however that works because you have to like present something to them right and then they send it to you right yeah so but yeah if you guys have anything if you don't have anything else that'll be our episode for the week a little bit on the shorter side but i've been incredibly busy lately so we're going to be doing smaller episodes for the next couple weeks but next week we'll have uh Next week, we'll have John Wedgworth of Nerd Noise Radio on the show. And I also have a special guest that I've been working with that I'm hoping to get on soon, a voice recorder of Nintendo who's worked on Nintendo games, which hopefully we'll have in the future. But this has been episode 132, right? Yeah. And we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And you can find us online at NintendoMadePodcast.com. You can find our YouTube videos at YouTube.com slash FingMater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. Get on there and comment about your lore ideas for different characters and all that. We'll love to read it on the show. If you want to reach us, you can reach us at NintendoMadePodcast at gmail.com. Email us. We love hearing from you. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. It would be nice to – the more reviews we get, the more – uh the more, uh, you know, more discoverability we have on there. I actually found somebody on Twitter who just randomly, who will just randomly review your podcast. I haven't looked at it yet, but I, I commented on it and he said that he'd listened to the last three episodes of ours and leave us a review. I guess I have nice. to get into a different app to do that. So I haven't been able to look at what reviews we have on there. But if you guys have sent reviews, I'll look for it and read it in a future episode, of course. And uh, you can catch me on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I mean, Jeremy and I normally play stuff like uh, Friday nights later, so you can check that out. Hopefully the next one, the audio is not messed up. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you. What? Who took your games? Who's that? I go by 13-amp. Rapping Phenomenon. Never heard my name, well that's a shock Forget my fame, you want his game, let's talk You don't know this kid, so why do you care? It's really no big, I want it fair and square I was on my way home, saw this kid looking sad Wondered what was wrong, and I thought I should ask You say the game is yours, I won't debate facts But maybe my rapid skills could win it back My rhymes are epic, and my beats are tight With your subpar bars, this won't be a fair fight You wanna take the gamble, then hey, let's go Enough preamble, time for the show Maybe you think there's no one better than you, but if you beat me, I'll give you my games too. Hey DJ, let the record spin. May the very best rapper stand in here win. You did it! Thanks, mister! Wow, you beat me. But I'll get you next time. What school you go to? Uh... Diamond City Elementary. Huh? I'm in fourth grade. Huh? If you ever want a rematch, find me on the playground. Bested by a fourth grader.